What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every single day. This is the Vitamin Sports Takeover, man. If you're not on the wave now, you better jump on it quick, because it will leave you behind. Hey, I got hoodies coming soon. I just sold a few of them, man. I'm telling you, get you a hoodie, man. It's getting cold out here, man. But first, before we start, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for providing me this platform. And let's get right into it, bruh. It's funny how people overreact about the fact of what's going on in the NFL, what's going on with Dion, and it's like they will like you can sometimes you can't have conversation with us fans anymore because they had that fandom a part of themselves, and it's like when you feel as though you're getting upset more than what the conversations were. Sometimes you gotta walk away. And a lot of people always say, well, who do you think the greatest player is? Who do you think the greatest this, greatest that? And I tell them all the time, man, you can't say somebody's the greatest ever because they haven't played in every era. Like, when you have a conversation with Michael Jordan fans, they'll say Michael Jordan is the greatest player ever. But then they'll bring somebody up from the 60s and 70s. And the first thing they'll say is, well, they didn't play nobody. Hey, man, you you only as good as you, was the talent in front of you, man. You can't get mad because um, Will Chamberlain was dominating the league. He averaged, 50, he averaged 55 points in the season. I think the max rebounds he ever averaged was probably 30. And it's just like everybody discount him as a scorer. But as a big, what big man currently before Will Chamberlain, and then after Will Chamberlain, that was doing what he was doing. You can't record, you can't remember, you can't. Even, there is none. So we're gonna discredit a man who scored a hundred points in a game, who averaged fifty five in a season, who's a rebound champion, an NBA champion, and say he's not, a, he's not in the conversation as a top big man. Please. Then I see posters where they say they put Jokic in the top five, top ten of all time. And I'm like, bruh, when you think of center, you think of both. They don't just think of them offensively. They think of them both. Kareem was a a defender. He had a lot of blocks because he played center. He had to play defense. You don't just go out there and just score, score, score. Jokic don't play no defense. He don't play no defense. He can score with the best of them, cool. There's a lot of bigs that can score. But to put him in the conversation at top 10, nah, not yet. He still got some still got some growth. And then people don't fear him. Like when you go into the paint, you don't fear Jokic. You don't fear him. You don't fear him. You fear Shaq. Because like Shaq said, he will lay you out. You fear Dwight Howard because he's going to send your shot all the way in the Raptors. Then you fear Ben Wallace because you, you, you didn't know what you was going to get. Then it's like David Robinson. You got to worry about him on the offensive end and defensive end. Like I said, Kareem, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. Like, these guys were defenders. 
like they were they were willing to play defense. And then when you have big man conversation, that includes power forwards. He ain't better than a lot. Then the list gets even longer. He might not even be top 20. It's just like the barbershop talk really gets into the sports world. That's why people be yelling at the top of the lungs, like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Nah, 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 nah. We can sit down and have a conversation. Like I saw what Shannon said. He's blaming the offense coordinator, but not realizing that Lamar Jackson has not improved for a whole season. Like right now, it's early, and like I said, like I said yesterday, I said I don't care what Lamar Jackson does. I don't care if he goes, he throws for six thousand yards. He needs to go. I have not changed my mind. Yesterday was the icing on the cake. We can't keep blaming the offense coordinators. Eventually, we got to blame the quarterback. Like the offense, this is the first year of our offense coordinator. Certain plays don't just happen overnight. But if you're willing to put in the time and the effort, then maybe. But of course, Lamar Jackson is right about his contract and not worried about the team's success. So I just think that conversation it just doesn't need to happen. And then we talk about greatest player of all time in football. Wow. How are you going to say somebody's the greatest player ever when they only played one side of the ball? Deion could be considered the greatest player ever. He played both sides, offense and defense. But I wouldn't do that because he was more productive on defense than he was on offense. Just like, because when Deion could have played both sides because that's how tremendous of an athlete he was. He was just that dude. And you see what he's molding in Travis Hunter to make him that dude. And it's just like, well, y'all hating. I hating on Tom Brady. Yo, can't hate on a man. I got seven championships, has the most passing yards ever for a career, most touchdowns ever for a career, most passing yards in the postseason history, most passing touchdowns in postseason history. The dynamic duo has more touchdowns than Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. A quarterback and a tight end. Come on now. Come on now. Tom Brady is the greatest winner ever in my eyes. To some, he's the greatest winner and quarterback. I say to me is Peyton Manning because what Peyton Manning was able to do, just like with Tom Brady with lesser talent, is nothing but amazing. Like people are so quick to say, well, Tom Brady, I mean, Peyton Manning had. was his name? Marvin Harrison? Yeah, he did. He won the Super Bowl with him. Then after that, he retired. What happened after Marvin Harrison? What happened when Tom... Oh, I keep saying Tom Brady. What happened after Peyton Manning had, went through a tra- traumatic experience with his neck? And then he... Nobody believed in him. Went to another team. Made West Walker have another career year on the big stage. I mean... Have another good career on another team. Got Eric Decker paid. Demarius Thomas paid. Got Emmanuel Sanders paid. 
and Julius Thomas paid. Bruh, they haven't been that good in a long time, and they haven't yet to still get the quarterback position right. Because that's another team that's in a quarterback issue. Like, the team just need to, they just need to break up the team or trade Russ. Because it's just like, you get blown off by, like, 50 points, that's crazy. I played a lot of football, and it's crazy. We ain't never get blown out by 50. 21, maybe. 50? Shit. Yeah, we ain't never get blown out like that, and it's just like, damn. Like, they didn't even, like, let it up on y'all. They pushed two in the MVP conversation. They put Tyreek Hill... In the Offensive Player of the Year conversation. Hell, it's just just like, damn. Then on top of that, we got fans out here that's upset that the Cowboys lost. And I told people in the barbershop that were Cowboy fans. So this is why you don't have conversations with people in the barbershop. They was like, yeah, yo, Michael Parsons is the best defensive player this year. I didn't know Aaron Donald retired. I didn't know Pounce Garrett don't play no more. Uh, Mason Crosby, I didn't know uh, T.J. Watt, Nick Bosa, you know, guys that are at that caliber that are still those dudes. And you said this guy is by far the best player ever, best defensive player this year. Y'all said that last year. Who took on the Who took on the trophy? Y'all said that the year before. So he's been in here for three years. Now, he had a tremendous rookie season in last year. But there's a reason why somebody else came home with a trophy. And just like, when are we going to stop this living in this fantasy world with this barbershop talk? Like, when are we going to actually have some good, meaningful conversations instead of just people just talking just to talk? Like, come on, bro. It, and it bothers me because people that think fandom think they know what they're talking about. And then when you check them, they're so quick to get upset. Instead of getting upset, why don't you sit down and really learn and listen to what somebody's saying? Because that's how you learn. See, you're supposed to listen to what somebody said, and if you don't think it's true, do your research. Like, I really had to research. Did they really just say this man, Michael Parsons, was the best defensive player? And this man, T.J. Watt, is a menace? T.J. Watt is a menace. His early years are better than J.J.'s Watt early years. But he was in a better position because, you know, J.J. Watt is a living testament. Hard work and dedication equals results. This man was a walk-on in college and then became one of the greatest defensive players in NFL history. Three-time defensive player of the year. Like, what are we really saying here? If the Hall of Fame don't got a gold jacket, we have to burn it down immediately. They don't give him a gold jacket they have to burn it down immediately. And this might be the first time. Well, I can't say it's the first time in a long time because, one, no, actually, it might be the first time in a long time if T.J. Watt keep going and be successful barring injury, this might be the first time in a long time we have two brothers that could possibly be first battle Hall of Famers. Like, I'm not even joking here. And it's just like, wow. 
Like, can we actually sit here and have that conversation? Now, that's a conversation I would like to hear because we're providing knowledge and understanding that T.J. Watt is for real. Like, the Steelers play better when he's healthy. Uh, J.J. Watt was the same way. But, you know, of course, they broke up Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, and J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt finished his career in Arizona. Um, Now he's on CBS, any sports network, of course. But it's just like the the fandom talk. It's just just getting annoying. Then it's like, yo, if Anthony Davis is healthy, the Lakers will win the championship. No. I'm a Lakers fan. I bleed purple and gold. But I will not condone nonsense. And like a lot of people don't want to have this conversation. And I respect the Warriors. But a lot of these Warriors fans left the Lakers in 2013 to go to the Warriors. I seen it. I seen people flip their jerseys from Lakers to Warriors jerseys. And you know what I call those fans? I call those fans bandwagon fans. Because those fans don't really know the game. They just want to follow the winning migration. It's a lot of people that do that because it's a lot of Chiefs fans out here that's following the winning migration. Like I love my Ravens through and through, but I would if the Ravens continue to play like they play, I will not bounce around from team to team. I will not do that because that's not being true to true to your word. And all a man has is his word. Like I love the Ravens. I was supporting the Lakers when they was trash and it was just Kobe out there. Like I watched the full game of Kobe dropping sixty. I was watching it because I knew I watched my favorite NBA finals is the twenty ten finals. Because it's the Lakers versus Celtics. And if y'all ever hear PS, if y'all ever hear somebody say they're a Lakers fan, the Celtics fan, they're not a real basketball fan. They're not. If they say they're a Chiefs fan and they can't even tell you who won the first Super Bowl ever, then we don't need to have a conversation. And then some Cowboys fans who overreacted, talking about, yeah, we going to the Super Bowl because they blew out the Giants. They beat a couple teams here and there. Then they lost to the Cardinals. Are they still going to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. But it's like Cowboys fans is like talking about people in the barbershop. They don't want to hear anything you say. They just want to talk about all the winning times. They want to talk about the times where they was the best team in the league, which was like the last time they was like 1995. Like that was a couple, that was like almost 30 years ago, man. 30 years ago? Almost 30 years ago? It's just like, what are we saying here? Why are we having a conversation? Why are you even talking to me? Like when y'all going to realize that the coaches, the coaching staff that y'all have is not enough. The players that y'all have is not enough. It's not enough. It's not. Injuries are a part of the game because everybody suffers from injuries. I think this is the season. This is the season I've seen. This is probably the most players I've seen on the injury reserve list ever in my lifetime. We got a lot of concussions. It's not just quarterbacks that got concussions. Running backs, tight ends, centers, uh, or basically offensive linemen, and corners. Everybody that has to do with that bang-bang is just like concussion. And then it's like season-ending injuries. I think we had almost at an all-time high 
If you got Mike Williams on your fantasy list like I do, he's out for the season for uh, a knee injury, which means something in that knee is not working properly. I don't want to speculate what it is, but I probably feel as though I know what it is. And just like, damn. First, like, it was just like Aaron Rodgers. Then we got Mike Williams. Then we got J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, man. Then people still suspended, like Alvin Kamara. It's it's just just looking bad out here. And it's looking like the NFL, to me, everybody wants to say it's looking good, but it's not. It's survival of the fittest this year. It really is because if your team is healthy, you're probably going to win the Super Bowl this year. Like, I can't determine who's going to win the Super Bowl this year because of how many teams are racked with injuries. It's, it's probably going to be a team just like how um, the Bengals were when they faced against the uh, the L.A. Rams. Bengals was one of the healthiest teams in the league. And they got to the Super Bowl. But, man, it's, it's concussion season and ending injury season out here today, man. But back to the barbershop talk, man. It's just, barbers just, barbershop talk is just annoying. Because it's like, I love to talk about sports. Anybody that knows me know I love talking about sports. I love it to the T. Like, I could, I could, I would like to, I sometimes force a sports conversation. Because I want to talk about sports. Because not many people know about anime. Not many people know about animals. Not many people know about superheroes. So the next best thing for me is sports. Because I love it. In my room, you, you will probably see, you see Michael Jordan, you see Kobe Bryant on my wall. You see Ravens nail you. See my frat nail you, KSI. Um, and that's pretty much it. And it's just like the barbershop talk just be getting out of hand because then people jump into the conversation and don't know what the hell they talking about. That's why I can't wait for Saturday so I can stop by the barbershop and be like, man. Because um, I know somebody's going to say, well, Jimmy, you know the Ravens ain't look too good. No. But I'm the type of person that really can clap back and be like, hey, yeah, your team wasn't good. Like, I can't wait to see some Dallas fans. I can't wait to see, what's another team? Some Broncos fans, boy, it's on sight. And watch the Chiefs fans be like, look at the Chiefs, man. Bruh, basically, y'all play Colorado. They got nice skill positions, but the offensive line is trash, defensive line is trash, and defense is trash as a whole. But what do I know? I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and the barbershop talk has to stop. See you.